0: I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and welcome to another episode of Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, streaming on iTunes through our site at HealingThroughConsciousness.com and on our new location at ConsciousPlanetRadio.com. We come to you weekly with the essential consciousness necessary to create a true society, something idealists have strived to create for centuries with little success. Orwell was rather skeptical about revolution. No advance in wealth, no softening of manners, no reform or revolution has ever brought human equality a millimeter nearer, he said. There are two points to say about that. One is that he is suggesting something about the inner struggle of man. We're born for happiness, but we reject it at every turn. This is an issue of human psychology, which we discuss frequently on our show. But there's a perverse power structure in control, too, which dominates us, because the sickest people are there. This is a sociopathological view, and an understanding of both these aspects can be had through an Kepi's science of psychosociopathology called Analytical Trilogy. The pathway to a new society, today, on thinking with somebody else's head. You know, the movement for the liberation of the people that's bursting forth all around the world was actually born in 1986... And we could make an argument that these uprisings are actually the completion of the democratic movements initiated in the 1700s in France and the U.S. Those revolutions, in all their force, were democratic movements of the people breaking free of the chains of tyranny. And they had inspiration. Thomas Paine, Voltaire, Rousseau, Ben Franklin, Patrick Henry. These are names enshrined in our memories. In more recent times, characters like Gandhi, Martin Luther King, JFK, Mandela have inspired us to rise from our selfishness and our armchairs to march and resist and overthrow the despots. These movements have happened with great organization and strategy. Compelling wisdom and intelligence have guided human society to stunning victories. But these movements are also energetic, resonant, It's like a collective anguish and suffering builds up over time to a point where everyone arrives at the same state of mind and it overflows into collective action. A book or a speech or a pivotal action, like refusing to give up a seat on a bus or burning a draft card, make concrete a smoldering resentment at a gross injustice that bursts into flames suddenly. It's like, all at once, what we accepted and tolerated we no longer do— and the walls of repression crumbled to the ground. In 1986, after three years in the U.S. absorbing the culture and observing firsthand the dangerous orientation the U.S. was following in listening to Milton Friedman's extraordinarily misguided Reaganomics, psychoanalyst and social scientist Norberto Keppi wrote a seminal book that I put in the same category as the other inspirational pamphlets and actions that spurred social change. As Abbe Emmanuel Joseph Sayez's seminal pamphlet, What is the Third Estate?, became the rallying point for the French Revolution, Kepi's Liberation of the People, the Pathology of Power, is in many ways the rallying cry for the Occupy Movement and the Arab Spring. It is, in fact, nothing less than the Manifesto for the Liberation of the People and the Creation of a New Society." Brilliantly conceived and poetically written, Kepi's book is the first psychological study of the pathology of people with power, psychotics who are impeding human development and destroying society. To my knowledge, it's the first publication that makes mention of the 99% being controlled by the 1%, a core slogan of the Occupy movement. But its value goes far beyond this. In Liberation of the People, Kepi is laying out a stunning critique of the economic power structure that dominates the world today. Its premise is not based on advancing a political agenda or furthering another theory, like what emerges from academic think tanks or popular success literature authors. No, Kepi's work is based on a metaphysical Socratic Christian dialectic, which makes it universal and scientific. This is not another book of opinion. It's a psychologically scientific analysis of the current power structure and our collusion with it that has never been conducted before or equaled since. And as such, it is the true inspiration and foundation for the democracy we have struggled for since the Jewish tribes wandered out of Egypt. I consider Kepi's work in liberation of the people to be the roadmap we need to effect lasting change. Without this consciousness, in fact, there is a real danger that the Occupy movements will become usurped by the powerful, that they'll use the slogans and trends the Occupy movements adopt and represent and find a way to spin these into their global agenda. If we don't understand Kepi's psychological analysis of the unbalanced people in power, we'll be in danger again of the furniture being rearranged, but no real change ensuing." And I I think what's most important, and what should have any concerned citizen up in arms, is how Kepi's book has been denied a place in the academic libraries and popular bookstores. And that, my friend, is a major problem. Kepi's book, written in 1986, has many ideas and an analysis of the roots of the crisis that would have helped us avoid the economic and social collapse we're facing now— And that book was buried, along with the persecution of Norberto Kepi and Claudia Bernhardt Pacheco and the Analytical Trilogy team with him in New York in the mid-1980s. This actually was a crime against humanity. But, happily, Kepi's book never completely went away. It's still there, ready for us to read and learn from, so we finally complete the democratic movements begun and aborted in the 18th century. We're making a lot of information about this book available on our site at HealingThroughConsciousness.com excerpts and things like that and we've also mounted a call to action campaign using the inspirational intro to his magnificent book. You can help that to go viral, that would be great actually, because it's of utmost importance to activists leaders and concerned citizens the world over HealingThroughConsciousness.com has all the information. My personal email is Jones healing at gmail.com if you want any more information i would love you to print out this pdf copy into a little booklet and hand it out to people who are protesting in the various occupy cities around the world uh neighbors communities that you're aware of people who are activists who are interested in creating a new society they really need to have this scientific basis behind them if they're to act more completely and more effectively in the world today. We have to get this book out there now, so, so do do that, okay? Check it out on our site, HealingThroughConsciousness.com. When we return on thinking with somebody else's head, Gilbert Gambucci will join us. He's off to New York now to join the movement there and help to spread Dr. Kepi's ideas to bring some consciousness of the psychopathology of the people in power to help the people who are mounting this protest in New York. And Claudia Bernhardt brasheko joins me as well with her always insightful analysis of dr keppy's work that's when we return on the conscious planet radio network on thinking with somebody else's head back in a moment don't go away we are talking today with claudia bernhardt shako gilbert gambucci has joined me too who's just heading off to new york you must be excited about that gilbert <laughs> yeah. are you ready yeah ready your bags are packed <laughs> ready as can be and um uh last night claudia um Dr. Kepi made reference to when you guys moved to France. He told a very kind of a funny story uh, when you guys were in a taxi cab and the taxi driver said, "Well, what are you guys doing in France?" And Dr. Kepi said, "I'm here to complete the French Revolution." Right? And the guy
1: <laughs> almost had an attack. <laughs> he almost had a heart
0: attack. Yeah. He said, "Oh my god, we don't want anything to do yeah. with that." But I I thought about that. That no, that really struck me last night because in a way Dr. Kepi is completing... The democratic movements that began in the late 1700s yes. and that were usurped, hijacked by the powerful right led by the secret societies and probably by the the evil spiritual influences, and so in a way uh, dr C- Dr. Cappy wasn't really joking, was he
1: no, he was not of course he's not uh, he was not meaning to the guillotine or something or arms or anything, but he's really. He's really certain he's really sure that uh during his lifetime he will see still in he's already in his eighty four but he's sure that he will see the world becoming uh new or going back to almost a paradise uh, where people can live together share uh their their Richnesses, uh, uh, their good actions, beauty, good truth, happiness, whatever we can share. Uh, everything good that we were supposed to be sharing amongst brothers and sisters and everybody in equality. In as the French Revolution said, "Égalité, fraternité, liberté." We don't have it still. And people, the people's, are ready for that, but the powerful don't let us live and organize a society according to this trifold idea.
0: Yeah. Now, um, we, we have uh, a lot of movements around the world mm-hmm. now. Uh, movements all through the Arab world, uh, movements through Europe now, and especially the one that's impressing us in Brazil is this incredible movement on Wall Street. And I, I was thinking about this. As people are rallying, gathering together, protesting, what is it they need to know To be more effective.
1: Well, uh, I think that intuitively they are knowing many things already. That uh, they want democracy, they want fairness, they want justice, they want freedom, they want the minimum, at least, to have a decent uh digna dignity dignity An life oppor- opportunity dig-
0: dig- dignified life, yeah dignified
1: life, and um, so they know they deserve they know they can they 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 could have already this is it's our in our hands, so we could have a very developed life already in this planet, we don't because of the pathological, powerful people that are impeding hindering us from usufructing usufructing, yeah, uh,
0: taking advantage of.
1: Of our rights, our planet, yeah. nature, life, humanity, society, arts, science—everything belongs to the people. But they took the power; they own. I legally own everything that was developed by geniuses, by scientists, by journalists, artists, uh, workers. Everything was developed by people,
0: even by God. We even take by, the water you know, and pay. For
1: sure, nature <laughs> yeah. and all the means. Uh, so they don't, they, they are usurpadores. Yes.
0: Usurpers. <laughs> usurpers. Usurpers. I was going to say uh, rapers, but uh, <laughs> usurpers is, yeah
1: Usurpers yeah. of all this richness. And now people are starting to, uh-oh, wakening up. It's a huge wakening up. But my, my concern is that if they don't have a solid scientific uh, structure of discoveries and thoughts and philosophy and science, uh, they will get a little bit lost in what they should do now in practice. What to do next? They are doing the critics very well and they are knowing how to criticize, but it's missing a scientific understanding of why people do this when they get power. So that's the analysis of the pathology of power that Keppi wrote. And I'm afraid that if some groups take the power and overthrow the other ones, they would do the same or similar in the future. Well,
0: this is what happened in the French Revolution. It was lost, wasn't Everywhere
1: it? Everywhere happens the same. Yeah. So Cappy foresaw these possibilities and he wrote a book which is all specialized in studying the pathology of power. And there is this uh, syndrome of the small power too, which uh, people from like persons or individuals from the people, uh, when they have a little power, they can be even a, a, a dormant. If they have the power to let people come in and out, they will (laughs) exert this power in a pathological way many times. You
0: see, this was secretaries and bosses, (laughs) right? (laughs) Really.
1: So, and uh, inspectors, they can be so evil, so, so criminal, so inhuman, like when they act, because they have this syndrome of the small power. So, understanding how power works in our brain, in our mind, it's very important. And Cappy wrote this book all about the pathology of power. And so people understand that this is a sickness. People in power are really sick people. Uh, so it's not only... Because many people from from the masses, or f- they are envious of those people in power. They think that those powerful people, they are taking all advantages and they are in a very good situation and they are... Like, well, they have everything. In one term, in one sense, they have. They they stole everything from us. <laughs> but but they don't. They don't enjoy it. They're sick. They don't have the capacity to enjoy it. So don't envy a powerful. They are totally unhappy. They are imbalanced. They are sadistic. They don't. They can, they they lost the capacity to to feel love, to feel good feelings, to be human. So they lost their links with God. So that's why Jesus said, it's more difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God than a camel pass through,
0: through the, the eye of a needle.
1: Yeah. Because you asked lost. me the
0: one religious expression that I know, so yeah. I'm very ha- I'm very happy. <laughs> so they
1: they psychologically lost all their capaci- yeah. all their capacity to be human, to enjoy life, to love, to be loved. To be happy,
0: could I just say another, this, so? This is interesting, and, and Gilbert will come to you in a minute. But I, I want to say something else that struck me this morning, Claudia, as to why we don't notice what's going on. Because uh, you know, sometimes you'll you'll talk. To, I'll talk to people in Canada, and I'll say, "Well, look, there's a lot of uh, stuff going on behind the scenes." That, and we say, "Oh no, it's not like that." Uh, if the problem was that easy to solve, they would have solved it by now. And, and in other words, they ascribe like good intentions to people in power. And I'm thinking that this is something that we haven't understood as human beings, that there are such things as inversion, envy, theomania that Dr. Kepi talks about, these pathologies that cause us to do things that are bad without perceiving what we're doing. And we don't understand that in ourselves, so we don't understand it in them.
1: Because this seed of the wish for power and this envy and greediness is inside all of us yes yes so if we are aware of this if we are have ethics enough spirituality enough we can hold back this greediness and this wish for power desire for power so we can understand this we can recognize we can diagnose so we hold back but those crazy nasty lunatics that are, took the power, they dedicate their lives to deceive other people, to use a, a perfect mask, to lie to people. And these deceptions are so... Like, imagine Hitler. Imagine all those presidents of United States that, that before they were elected, they said so many lies. And they manipulated the minds of the masses. And the masses believed them. So now it's the time when people will not be naive enough to do this again and again, and they will be conscious that we have inside of ourselves this horrible seed of this wish of being godlike in practice. It's not only a metaphor, it's it's practical, some of those powerful people, they think they are like, they are godlike or they are even above God. They rule the world. <laughs> yeah. They are the rulers of the world and rulers of nature. So they are totally theomaniac, to- totally delirious. Uh, so if we realize this, ins- this danger inside of ourselves and inside of other people, oh my God, we will be more careful.
0: Gilbert, you know, this is a theme that you talk a lot about, the pathology of power. This is something you feel is essential for the uh, North American people to understand. Uh, Talk a little bit more about your vision of that in studying with Dr. Kepi's work. How do you see that?
2: Yeah, just listening to Dr. Claudia now, I've I've heard some people uh, around Wall Street saying, uh, well, where's our bailout? And, you know, this kind of attitude, well, we want what the powerful there took. And so we have to be careful of this. We do have this... Uh, pathology in us as well. Not to the point that these mentally disturbed people have, but we, have to, we need to be careful of that, to recognize that in ourselves so that we can control that and do what is the real liberation for ourselves.
0: Which will be liberation from these pathological from, people. From this. And also understanding of our own pathology. So I right? would
1: like to tell our listeners that Gilbert is with us since 1984 or 3.
0: Around there, <laughs> around there. <laughs> Don't okay. have to date it too much. But. So
1: he's witnessing all the developments of Doctor Kepi's work. And when we left the United States to Europe, he went with us with a group of followers, and he came to Brazil because of this, mostly because of these discoveries that Doctor Kepi did, and uh, all this wish that Doctor Kepi had to start this liberation of the people movement in New York City and yeah. in America. Yeah. And now we see the seeds blooming after 25 years.
2: In the same place.
1: In, in Manhattan. Now, read read this here, uh, Gilbert. Do you remember we had a team of people uh, uh, picketing and distributing these flyers in, in New York City in Cla- 1986?
0: Claudia's holding up some Look,
2: placards read that, this they, this that they used in the, the 1980s. Here, here.
1: 1986.
2: You know, you just walked in with these, and I recognize this. <laughs> we used to post them around. Here's one it says We have the power. Why are women, children, blacks, Jews, artists, youngsters, farmers, the elderly, workers, and scientists, all those who suffer, 99% of mankind, uh, so separated, while the 1% who exploit and enslave them are so united in their deranged bad intentions? So it's a direct reference to the 99% of yes, the 1%. Yes, and Dr. Gilbert, Kepi
1: started with that. Yeah,
2: Before anybody else did. Yes, I mean,
1: and you know why? We were talking about this in Central Park, Dr. Kepi and myself, and I remember. I said, come on, Kepi. Uh, they speak about women as a minority, Jews as a minority, <laughs> black as a minority, homosexuals as a minority, artists as a minority. What else? Elderly minority. Elderly. Uh, so, but workers, if we get together, just, we are the majority. Yeah. And then kept a, yes. a whole bunch of
0: minorities. Yeah, we, all of this yes. is ninety nine percent. ninety nine
1: percent. So we started to write this, and he wrote in this book in many many places about this. So it's re- registered in, in the national library. That he started this movement, yeah, in New York,
0: 1986,
1: 1986,
0: and this book, uh, Liberation of the People, still my favorite of Kepi's books. I love many of his. books. And that's books, why
1: you are here, by I, the way.
0: Totally here because of in this. Brazil, yeah, in Brazil, and with you guys.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, I, I feel like Gilbert that this is something that's that's not talked about, and we 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 are very naive about how power is used in North America. Do you have another one to read? Yes,
1: yeah, this. Yeah,
0: okay, another one to read. I read yeah, here's this. Here's another one.
2: Let's see, I haven't seen this one for 25 years. Let's see. <laughs> what is your profession? And then check the answer. There's the blocks to check. Exploiter? No. Exploited? Yes. <laughs> Freedom fighter for humanity? Yes, too. If you checked the third answer, join the march for the liberation of the people. And then there's a date. When there's what there's date? What date? October 25th.
1: What? Oh, okay, doesn't, so doesn't it doesn't was 86. 86. 86. 86, year. Uh-huh. 11 a.m.
2: of the launching of this book at the uh-huh. UN. Uh-huh. At the UN. Yes. So Saturday, will, you there, the UN.
1: will you be there? Will you be there on the twenty-fifth?
2: October twenty-five. Uh, yes, I think so. It's the twentieth now.
1: So yes. maybe you we'll will be there, there with this <laughs> with this leaflet. This
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be
0: something? So we're back in just a moment uh, with Gilbert Gambucci, Claudia for Pesheko. Our program is thinking with somebody else's head on the Conscious Planet Radio Network. Back in just a moment. Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, the name of our program. We are on the Conscious Planet Radio Network, on our website at HealingThroughConsciousness.com, and on iTunes. My name is Richard Lloyd-Jones. We are about to complete a fascinating conversation today about Norberto Keppi's book, Liberation of the People. This is a a phenomenal book. And uh, Gilbert Gambucci is heading off to New York very soon to take that book and the ideas to the Occupy Wall Street movement. Gilbert, give us a bit of a taste of what you're going to take to the people there in New York.
2: You know, I, I have the bomb in front of me now. Now we call this book the bomb because yeah. Yeah. anyone who reads it, your perception of the world will never be the yeah. same. You're not the same Absolutely again. You're right. And
1: many Americans used to say when we, when we were there, they said, "I can't, I can't, I cannot read this book. I suffer because I can't. I can't believe this is true." And now they know. They have yeah. this in their skin, yes. as we say yes. in
0: Portuguese. Yes.
2: They
1: know this is true. Yeah. They are suffering what is written here.
2: Yeah. Now, only the courageous can read this book, to put it simply. you know. And I'm looking just after the call to action in the, in the next part. And I don't know, there's just a little paragraph here. Uh, Dr. Kepi writes, The youth movement of the 60s and 70s began in this country because the students wanted a new world to live in. A world where, like rolling stones, they could go anywhere they wanted without restrictions. They clamored for a free world they could traverse at will. They wanted peace, not cannons. Flowers, not bombs. Indeed, such a world is possible only if we ourselves create it instead of attempting to change those who are in control with all their power.
1: Yes, and so... Wonderful. (laughs) Beautiful. And that's what we have been doing, Gilbert, since then, creating a kind of a, a small oasis. Oasis. Oasis inside the Sikh society. We yeah. did not disconnect from society, but we create special uh, situations for us to live, like our own enterprises where the workers are the owners, as we had this saying in New York, trilogical enterprises in New York City. Everybody saw those trucks going back and forth. Do you remember Speed Company about to oh, move? Well, sure. <laughs> so sure. there are some pictures, some movies taken in your, in Manhattan where you can see those trucks traveling in Broadway, Fifth Avenue, because they created their own companies, not only moving companies, but, and speed companies like, um, uh, delivering packages, right. but they mm. had
0: floor sanding companies, floor
1: sanding, hairdressers,
0: uh, cleaning uh, companies, renovation companies, renovation. The dance uh, paperwork, uh, um, dance. wallpapering companies, painting companies.
1: Yes. also uh, travel agents, uh, and many seventeen different kind of trilogical. Companies in, in, the in workers four, in four the years. Owners? In four these years. In four
2: years. Tried and tested where you are not exploited and you don't exploit. Yeah. Is one, and there one is principle. no
1: speculation also. So Cappy created a dialectic, a new dialectic in social economy. And like he created a, a dialectic where exploitation is neutralized and speculation is annulled. No speculation. So people who work in those companies, they they, they make their money, they earn their lives uh, according to their work and not to the capital invested. And this is really something because it makes a company grow incredibly fast to get together and start a trilogical enterprise, a trilogical company where the workers are the owners.
2: Yeah. And where there's no one there extracting the profits on the top. Uh, the money stays within the company, so you earn much better, actually.
1: And you invest in the company back, so your company will be stronger and stronger and give so- solidity to you to the workers who own the company. So this, this is really... This is and a real we model. we continue this in Paris, in London, in Sweden, in Finland, in Lisbon. And then when we came to Brazil, we formed new trilogical companies here, like cooperatives, trilogical cooperatives.
0: I know when when Bob Butler was here, he was very impressed with uh, how these companies are structured. He saw a real possibility for Americans because Americans are very industrious people. Yeah, so they're
1: active, yeah.
0: If they if they catch hold of this idea, yeah. the idea we got this crazy idea, Gilbert, somewhere along the way, that we need to make money by doing nothing or doing or, as little they as they possible. And are
1: waiting for the government to change and change the laws. We have to, and Cappy describes here in this book how to create. And like a new society at the side of the other one, and to make it grow and to make it more and more solid, so people will get like uh in a better situation without having to wait for the changes that would never never come from the top
2: yes oh Dr. Claudia, this is the basic strategy of the solution of this book to create a parallel economy, but not like in the megalomania, like you have to create big companies, no two or three people working together to provide a service or a product whatever it is and you just go developing your company because we're trained to think that there's only capitalism or socialism there's no other possibility mm-hmm. you know but th- that's of course there are other possibilities there is and third this third possibility a, a scientifically based possibility how mm-hmm. to do this and uh, as a result if people begin doing this then of course the nation is going to to buy the services, products, whatever you provide, your work, from the 99%. Yes. And bit by bit, we can begin to isolate these crazy people who are causing all of these problems. You know, because when I think of
0: this, I think that people are thinking, well, wait a minute, how are you going to make a shoe company... That's going to serve 200 300 million people. But you don't do that. You create a shoe company that serves your little community and somebody else creates a shoe company that serves their little community. It's a much it's a much it's uh, much less megalomaniac as you said. It's much more practical. Local solutions with the...
1: for local necessities. Yes,
0: exactly, Claudia. Yeah. This is very beautiful mm-hmm. because you know we have huge tracts of land mm-hmm. that are completely empty.
1: Yeah.
0: That nobody's in, owned by some big conglomerates, some big what? farms. People
1: can be a partner without investing capital yes. with their work. So where the workers are the owners, and what work is valued. But this happened to me, Claudia. I
0: came into this structure mm-hmm. with no money invested and I came into the structure and I immediately began to work and then participate in the the process of of, uh, of buying things as a company of of receiving money from the enterprise with no with no uh, In
1: many companies there are f- uh, bankrupt Having bankrupt, bro.
0: becoming bankrupt, becoming or bank- bankrupt, yep. going bankrupt,
1: uh, and we sp- now we are speaking about middle size, small size industry, and middle size, and industries.
0: medium size companies. Uh, yeah, sorry for you. It's okay. You. No, no, sorry. Yeah, all right. We're helping. I it. live
1: in Brazil, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm a Brazilian. You
0: speak beautifully <laughs> in English. Your English is better than our Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. Though. So
1: we had a company here in Brazil that uh, built windows iron windows you know those frames yeah mm, yes
0: and uh iron window frames yeah
1: uh, janellas in general
0: yeah windows in general general uh, types of win- different types yeah, of windows
1: outside and inside windows whatever and the guy was was going bankrupt so he knew he was dr Kepi's client so he said instead of going bankrupt and uh, giving up my business that is that i'm working f- for so many years I'm going to create a trilogy I'm going to transform it into a trilogical enterprise. And what, how did he do that? He uh, offered the uh, the workers a chance to become a kind of partners, not only uh, having more profits, uh, sharing the profits of the company, but also investing with the work uh, up to when the company would like. Everybody would act like an owner and a partner, you know. Mm -hmm. In this sense, we must also be careful because it's some kind of discipline and hierarchy.
0: Hierarchy is necessary. Is necessary.
1: It's not a place where everybody is the owner, so everybody is the boss and everybody will fight for their own ideas. Discipline and the the, the boss must be respected or the bosses. Otherwise, the company will happen the same thing that happened in the communist countries. Where the workers took the companies and they destroy it, so this is a big danger to control the pathology of power amongst the workers. And uh, so, and
0: how do we do that?
1: Ah, then you need uh, courses, training, training. People have to study this, this, these discoveries, and we have weekly meetings where people learn more and they they become more. Uh, conscious of the dangers of these pathologies and they can also control each other.
0: And I'm, I'm thinking if people are listening who are thinking wow that's a great idea but how it's do a, I do it? Cause, we have consultants. It's like, who could... Yeah,
1: it's a, like a consciousness of errors uh, workshops. So people will conscientize their problems their weaknesses their errors every week to to go ahead with the company. Yeah, But it works. It works. And the company not only did not went bankrupt but it also went
2: And in fact, people who are serious about learning about this, Doctor Claudio, they can come here to Brazil, can't they?
1: Yes, sure. they can. Learn more we, can about the we can teach yeah. them. We can train them.
0: Look, we have so many technolo- technological tools now. We can do uh, te- teleconferences if people. Also, can. sure. There's many we ways can we can do this. We can start by
1: teleconference. Sure, we could Skype even and we, we could even a, do
0: like uh, meetings where they're facilitated by one yes. of our experts in yes. dealing with their team problems or difficulties. Yes, and when
1: Gilbert goes there, he will be able also to teach many things. Yeah. And I had I have a one student. She was saying. What if one of our teachers go there, if everybody's like doing nothing in this square, waiting for some change, a teacher goes there, sits there with them, Gather a group of them and start studying Dr. Kepi's books, so they will they will learn and become conscious of many things, and it will be useful, like is like standing there.
0: Yeah. Instead of s- s- sitting around singing "Kumbaya," which we did in the '60s, we could be studying, reading, studying
1: and learning how learning to create how to our own people's our socioeconomic structure. Soci- our
0: new society. A new,
1: and a new society. Also.
0: And kumbaya, also. Yeah. why not?
1: Yes, and also give us a musician, a, so he wants to get musician. kumbaya in there. Yes, <laughs> arts, like it, it's it's like a food for for the soul.
0: Now we're talking about. Gibba, I don't know if I mentioned you're going to New York, so
2: you're going to be there. And the, are you the, going in to the,
1: invite them for your consciousness concerts for the liberation of the people?
2: Of course. Um, I don't know. I don't have any dates for that <laughs> yet, but I know that Len is so, setting something up. Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say that... Uh, Are you going to
1: play Brazilian music for them?
2: I always include some Brazilian music. Mm, good. They Gonzaga. like, they enjoy. It. I love yeah. it. Yeah, they like a lot, yeah. people. Yeah. And especially uh, Francisco Gonzaga, because she's not known outside of Brazil. Mm-hmm. She's a, a a famous female composer here of very, very traditional Brazilian music. Ah, yeah. Gonzaga. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I play her always. Yeah. In the, I, mean, you know, uh, I just have a thought. You, you, we have our international center here. It's a it's a hotel in the countryside, beautiful mountainous countryside, perfect with exotic for this tropical birds, and th- you can't believe Many <laughs> where we have our, Bob
1: <laughs> uh, loves to the toucans. Yeah.
2: The but fruit loop birds, as we t- might say. The toucans. The and for people who are serious, no, you can come here and, and, and study this science. Yeah, And, you know, I was just thinking, Rich, one, one obstacle that people put in their minds is, well, how can I start up my own little business if I don't have any capital? And the thing is, you don't need capital to start working. You you can start with little or no capital, so, because uh, money comes from the work. It's yeah. not the other way around. Let like me they would give like a, us let
1: me believe. give an idea for them though, how how the first trilogical enterprise started in New York City.
0: Yes, good idea.
1: So a group of five or six men that used to be drivers of a company. They
0: worked for a moving company, a as money, I understand sorry, it. Yeah. They they were moving so furniture. They, w-
1: they got together and they said. We are forming our own company. So go ahead. We put together our money of the five or the six. We leave aside.
0: A little and bit of money. we buy
1: a truck. And one starts. And he will make the profits for all eventually. Like, okay, so one is starting. Everybody's waiting. And continue working. They continue working for the other companies. For the other companies, and that one will make the profit, the full profits for this new company, and he will take a, a, the sufficient, the enough to just for the minimum expenses that he will have, mm-hmm. and the rest will be reinvested in the company. So, uh, promotion and telephone. Buying another a, truck. Buying another truck. And then the second comes in. Yeah. And then the third comes in. Yeah. And then a large company will be ready soon.
0: I love this because it's it, yeah, it's incredible. You, you see, you're, you're working now not to bring people into work for you, to bring people into work with you. It's a whole different uh, energy. It's extraordinary, this. It is. It's beautiful. It is. Thank you for taking time out of your very busy day, Claudia, to, to join us
1: to be with you. Great pleasure. I feel I am in New York City being here. Yeah, here
0: okay, well, all right. And I'm Gilbert, glad. you're going there. You have to report back frequently, okay, because we want to know what's happening. We'll and, do, Richard. Yeah, we'll make, we'll cre- we're going to create a blog of some sort that people can participate in. Call to in. action blog. Yeah, call to action that where Gilbert and, and I and Claudia and other people can post things so you see what we're doing there. Because this science needs to get to the people if we really want to create a new society. That's and what we're doing.
1: Richard, Dr. Kepi says... It's now or never. It's now or never, and he means it. Yeah. Now it's the last chance.
0: So bring thoughts for us here at the end of our program. Thinking with Somebody Else's Head, a program produced at the International Society of Analytical Trilogy, comes to you every week on the Conscious Planet radio network through iTunes and on our site at HeatingThroughConsciousness.com. I hope you got some inspiration and want to join us in our liberation of the people. All that information on our website. Do join us. Talk to you next time on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Until then, Richard Lloyd-Jones, great to have you with us. Bye-bye for now.